Hey, Kimberly, what is happening? Happening is the jean button is tight over here. <laughs> tight. <laughs> Are you still full from Thanksgiving? I'm so full. You, I'm full too, man. I don't know what it is about Thanksgiving. You know, you think you're full and you just keep eating. Yeah, I keep just eating. Just keep too. eating. Ah, oh, man. It's my favorite holiday, though. Yeah. It's such a great holiday. Yeah. I love it. We had a nice little get together at work. And then we had a nice family thing last week. It was nice to take the week off. Yes. Did you like that? I love the week off. Who doesn't love a good week off? Hey, so how was your Thanksgiving holiday? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the fact that I didn't have to mess up the kitchen is all good with me. We've talked about this many times. Oh, that's right. You go to Perry's. I love Perry's. Is Perry's paying for your holiday dinner (laughs) now that you're pumping them up? I think I'm going to push this over there and say, (laughs) listen, I have promoted y'all two years in a row on this thing. Two years. So what happens there? Are you ordering steaks or they actually have a turkey dinner? What do they do? I order the turkey dinner. It's the traditional, because that's an option, right? But if you want to order something else off the menu, like my husband likes a good steak. Okay. He's going to go in for the steak. He's going to go in for the steak. But I'll just, I'm like, you know what? We can have a steak anytime. So I go in for the traditional Thanksgiving dinner and then they have amazing, like a bread pudding that's like a Rocky Road bread pudding that we get to go. And that's what I keep going back to eat more of. So good. Rocky Road. That sounds mm-hmm. delicious. Yeah, and it's got this caramel sauce on it. Oh, oh. so good. So you're not doing the pumpkin pie or pecan pie? Oh, gosh, pie. no. No, I'm not a big pumpkin pie person. Are you? I do. I mm-hmm. love pumpkin pie. Did you have it at Thanksgiving? Oh, what yeah. did you have? What did y'all do? Full turkey dinner. We went out of town. We went to spend some time with my husband's family, nice. and it was fantastic. It was nice to get away. It's the first time we've done that on a very long time. We have been at home forever. Yes, and this with you doing all the cooking. Now, yeah. did someone else do the cooking? Somebody else did the cooking. Come My on, mother in law did see the how cooking. Good that is. Yeah, it was really nice. <laughs> it was really, really nice. Yeah, you maybe just show up with the rolls. I think that, that's, that's all I do, girl. <laughs> I'm all like, rolls right here. I got them. <laughs> hot, hot rolls. <laughs> I love so it. So it was good, but I am. I'm full. I'm ready to get back at it. We are in December. Can you believe this? I can believe it because you know what? The house lights are on. You got some house lights? Christmas lights. Yep. Christmas lights are on around the house, around the neighborhood. And I love it. I just love, 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 love this time so of year. So what's your special thing with the lights? Because the last time we talked was your Halloween with the, the bat- pumpkins, the pumpkins yep. and all that fancy stuff. What do you do this time? Well, you Y'all know. Y'all got music like Mannheim Steamroller? You know, it's it's a, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it is a conversation right now. So in the neighborhood this year, you know, we've kind of all committed to the lights on our house. Now, I did not grow up with lights on my home. My parents didn't do that. In all of my previous either. homes, I didn't put lights on the house. How come your parents didn't put lights on the house? Who knows? Oh, I'm yeah. like, I think that just was not my dad's thing. He's probably thinking, well, I'm going to put them up, then I'm going to have to take them down. Good grief. You no, know? my parents were always like, uh-huh. it's a potential for fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. No, I don't think that was the reason. Oh, that's yeah, no. funny. That was my parents all the time. I was like, mm, no, let's not do that. Yeah, I, I can't tell you. I'm gonna have to ask that question. Why? Why did we not have lights? Do you I've feel been... like you've missed out? Jip, <laughs> <laughs> you owe me. <laughs> so we went in, and you know, we, now we have lights outlining our house, just all white lights. Okay, white. And I think they're very pretty. The neighbor sent me a text the other day. She says, "I love the lights. They Aww. are just she's that brings me joy." That's so nice. Look, we're already, we got to get to it here. People are, y'all going to talk about yeah, leadership Let's talk today? a little bit about leadership. For whatever reason, you and I always have this conversation about favorite things. Uh-huh. And it's just a fun conversation. And that got me thinking about leadership. I don't know why, 
But I just started thinking a little bit about favorite things, things, something about leadership. Uh-huh. Have you ever been told or accused? Uh-huh. I think that's a strong word, but have you ever been told that you have a favorite employee? Oh, like the team's Preferential like, oh, treatment. Well, so-and-so's your favorite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you let things slide with that person. Oh, you treat them differently. Well, I've never been accused or told by an employee well, that, that you have a favorite. But maybe they just don't want to say it out loud. <laughs> no, I have been accused by a supervisor. Oh, you did. Yes, of having a favorite. I'm like, what? And they're like, mm-hmm. And it's obvious. I'm like, it is? Was it <laughs> so, true? <laughs> well, possibly. <laughs> this was early, early, early in my career as, yeah. as a supervisor. And I think, you know, we've talked about in previous episodes that not everybody on your team is going to like you. Mm-hmm. And so I would say that there was a lot of changes going on and I I wasn't all that popular at the moment. <laughs> you were making a lot of change. Yes, we were making a lot of change. Uh, but I had somebody that was in my corner, right? And they were, you I'm know, here for you. Here for you. How can I help were, you? Yes. How and can I make your life better? So how can I help not have them as my favorite? <laughs> <laughs> so I would say that yeah, there's someone that I was connecting with, building a relationship with tight because of all that, because of the work that was going on. And we're kind of in this together. And so we're turning the ship together a little yeah, bit. Yeah, you you had a lot of support. Yes. And that bled over into, you know what, I'm probably going to spend a little more time with you. Yes. Yes. All right. So there's my truth be told. What about you? Ever been accused of having a favorite? Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, and I think the funny thing about that to me is multiple times. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I just think back over the years as I've led different teams, there is this, yeah, this constant conversation about, oh, yeah, they're your favorite. And it's typically coming from the employees, uh-huh. right? My boss is not giving me that feedback. And are they serious? Oh, I think so. <laughs> I do. I think so. I think that there's a little bit of like, hesitation to tell me, right? Because there's, how is she going to react when I say this, uh-huh. right? So it's kind of said in jest, but I think it's absolutely what they think. And I've even had it where I'm in meetings and it's, you know, my direct reports and me and we're having a conversation and, you know, there's a decision made or there's something, we advance something forward. And one of my employees looks at me, looks at the person that they think is my favorite mm-hmm. and they go, well, you're only doing that because she's your favorite. I mean, they'll literally say it out loud in front of everybody. <laughs> so that's why for me, it's like, I know it's said in jest, but I think they're, at the root of it, there is some true belief that they really do think yeah. that I have favorites on the team. It's kind of like in sarcasm, there's always a little bit of truth to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, well, so what do you do? Well, you, you know, go, yeah, yes, yes, that 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 is my favorite over there. And <laughs> what you going to do about it? I don't say that. I, I don't go in for the, yeah, you're right. That is why we, that, that's exactly right. You know, I do like this person better than I like you. Because honestly, for me, I don't really have favorites. Uh-huh. And probably every single leader is going to say that, right? Every single leader is going to say, I don't really have favorites. There is some relationship that I have that's different with each person on my team. Yes. Right. And so I might spend a little bit more time with one person talking. Sometimes that talking has nothing to do with the work. Mm-hmm. And it's more around things that are going on in their personal life. Mm-hmm. And everybody sees me spending more time with them thinking that we're talking about work or mm-hmm. how great they are. You know, I'm just sitting there going, oh my goodness, you're just so amazing. And that's really not even what's happening. Yeah. The conversation is more around what's going on 
in their everyday personal, everything's good, how's your team doing, right? Depending on the layer that I'm talking to. But sure. it's just more of this, you know, relationship building stuff, right? That's yeah. my my kind of catch-all. And I, I think people see that and they want that time, right? You know, I mean, oh, I think yeah. about my own boss. I love spending time with my boss. And I would love to be also spending all that time, right? Yeah. But the, the more time you spend with people... Uh-huh. Others who are not spending that time immediately think, oh, I'm not the favorite, <laughs> right? That person is the favorite. Who doesn't want to be the favorite of the boss? Yeah. I mean, do you want to be your boss's favorite? It depends. Because sometimes when you're the favorite, you, they're like, hey, hey, could you? Hey, you would you? Hey, you? Like, I'm like, <laughs> don't look over here. Go talk to somebody else. Yeah. It's like you, you get leaned on. Yeah. Right? The boss is going to seek you and say, hey, I need you to... Brainstorm something. Yeah, because with I me. know that you'll help me out day, night, you know, through lunch or whatever. You're in it to win it. So, yeah, sometimes, like, no, that's not a good place to be. But I can see that, like, what you're saying with, with different employees, you have different connections. There's something you connect on, whether it be on the way y'all think about business or leadership or the way, you know, you both have children or something else. It's, you know, religion, whatever. And then you have that relationship with them. And that's what is endearing to you. And those are the conversations you have. And so everybody's like, well, gosh, we don't talk about religion. Or, I want to talk to that. I they, have that we don't talk about my kids with her. So, yeah, I could see that. So it can be a challenge. I think the question I have, just thinking about this whole favorite on the team is, do you do anything about it? Do you care? Do you just let it go as a leader now where you're at? Whether or not you have a favorite now. Just, like, do I worry about having yeah, a favorite? Yeah, do you think about it? Um, I really don't. I don't think about it. I, I think I didn't think about it until, like, you brought it up. So then I'm like, okay, so let me think. Do I, do I have a favorite? Perhaps, but it's more about the relationship, right? Is it obvious to people at work? I hope it's not obvious. I think there are sometimes some sidebar conversations and they're like, oh, well, they must be really, really close. And do I do anything different about it? I would say no. I don't treat them any differently. I have the same expectations for them, sometimes even higher expectations, I would say, for them. And so I feel like I'm treating them the same at work in a sense of business, if that makes sense. Now, is there some sort of differentiator for you this whole, because you you talk about this business, right? Mm -hmm. Is there some sort of thing that you can draw a line between personal and work? I have absolutely feel like I have navigated that business line with my boss, and I just know where it is. And I, it's really, really hard to describe, and I feel like I know how to draw the line with the employee, like, there are some things we don't talk about. There are some, you know, there comes a a limit on spending time, right? So I may go have a dinner with them, but I'm not going to have dinner every night with them. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not going to hang out. They're not going to spend the night at my house type thing. So I feel like I know how to draw that line where they still feel that there is a boss-employee relationship. There's a boss-employee relationship when we're in meetings. So have you ever crossed the line? Like, have you ever crossed that relationship line business pleasure and regretted it, thought, uh, did you ever get too inebriated? Oh, yeah. No, I don't wouldn't say inebriated. Did you uh, like that word? That's a good word. Yeah, I'm like, inebriated. I'm trying to think when would I have maybe crossed the line. <laughs> listen, there's this full-on transparency. HR probably walking in in a minute going, you did what? No. <laughs> oh, like, but what are you going to say, I Kim? think there are times when, because of the closeness, because of the trust between the two people, mm -hmm. I know that I can share something 
and it won't go anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Where if we wouldn't have had that tide of a relationship, it's not because they're my favorite, but it's because of this relationship that I'm able to share something and brainstorm something, maybe talk about something and know that it won't go anywhere else. Yeah, life. It's life stuff, right? I, I think sometimes there's that I hear you, that circle of trust, right? You you have this very strong bond. You know that they care about you and that they want the best for you and you're stuck with something, right? It's like, I'm struggling with this situation or this circumstance and have mm-hmm. you ever experienced it or mm-hmm. how did you handle it? And just brainstorming that or hearing somebody else's thoughts and opinions about it is helpful. Mm-hmm. And that perhaps maybe you cross the line that you would not necessarily open up that same personal stuff with everybody. Yeah, that's right. With anyone else. But I would say that really describes the way when I feel like I've kind of gone over the line, but then do I think about it? Does it keep me up at night? No. No. No, I move on. Move on. Let it go. Yeah. I might hold on to it for a little bit. I might go, ooh, maybe I shouldn't have had that conversation. And I think about it for, I don't know, maybe four weeks or something. I probably hold on to it a little bit longer than I should. But eventually it is that whole like... Let it go. They they probably hadn't thought another minute about it either. Yeah, they haven't thought about it. Yeah. So what about the rest of the team? I mean, do you have anybody who's trying to become your favorite? Do you see any sort of behaviors or things that employees do because they want to have this sort of special relationship with you? And if it's not working both ways, what do you do? I've got to think about that. Trying to do things. I can't say that I've I've noticed them trying to do things, but I do feel like there's something in the air that they're like, why not me? Mm. Like, why don't we have that? Mm. Right. And we just haven't had the conversation yet about, you know, just transparency, about openness. And, you know, there may be some walls that are up, right, that I can't get past or I haven't been able to get past and we haven't been able to build a deeper relationship past work. And so I think I have seen more of a, I, and it's really hard to describe, but why not me, mm. right? Why don't we go do that? Mm. Uh, because it's never said, but I think it's just maybe in the body language. Mm. Yeah, the interactions, mm-hmm. you sense something mm-hmm. of, like, I want to get to know you a little bit differently, a little mm-hmm. bit more intimately, but we just mm-hmm. can't necessarily get there. Yeah. And I do feel like I try, right? I try when we sit down to be chill and to be relaxed and to dig in on, you know, how things going at home and things that are outside of work, right? Talk about things outside of work so we can find a place to where we can connect. But there's just something, there's a wall between us somewhere and we just can't get past that. Yeah. I mean, and that's just normal relationships, don't you think? Yeah. You know, not everybody's going to have this. You're not going to have a deep deep relationship. Yeah. With everyone. Yeah. And that's perfectly fine. I, I think the most important thing here that you already said was this piece of you got to treat everybody fair. Fairness is crucial. It is important around the work, how you're measuring performance, how you are, you know, approaching everyone's work. What are you saying? What are you doing? That is critical when it comes to this. But it is really a, a measure of depth of relationship. And in some places, you just have deeper relationships. In other places, you just don't. And you yeah. never will for whatever reason. Yeah. And I think being mindful of not dumping the work you don't like on the person because they are the favorite and not dumping it on the person because they're not the favorite or, you know, that they you don't have that relationship with. I think it's you've just got to be mindful of you've got to keep the work consistent 
and you've got to keep the expectations consistent. This just makes me giggle a little bit. I think about my children and my son in particular. He will ask me, he's my, he's youngest, and he will, he will look, look into my eyes and he's like, Mama, who do you love the most? <laughs> me or your daughter? And I look at him, I'm like, oh, son, I love you both. You both are, just, you know, he's like, oh, come, yeah, come on. on. Yeah, he's like, come on. <laughs> and I'll go, well, I love you and I love her. And he goes, you said my name first. That means you love me more. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he thinks it's funny. I think it's funny. But, you know, at a very young age, right, we, we want to be viewed. Oh, yeah. Right? You yeah. want to be on top. You want to be on top. You want to be yeah. the favorite. Yeah. One of the things that comes to mind for me when I'm thinking about this situation is, can you get so far out of whack with this relationship, this favorite person on your team, that it disrupts things? What does that look like? What should leaders be thinking about? And how can they reflect on, do I, or am I giving preferential treatment to a certain person on my team? So can you get so far out of whack that it's like, uh-oh, yeah. Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, and I think it's because that's the, always the caution about you can't be friends. If you're boss employee, you can't be friends. Yeah. I think you can. I think you can be a friendly boss and I think you can be friends outside of work. But when you start to blur the lines and at work, that person is your buddy and you're acting like buddies versus over here, you're treating the rest of your team like employees mm. in meetings, in work, in the way you delegate, in how you go to lunch and all of that. I think you are creating a chaotic ask. You're just asking for it, right? Mm. So you're creating some chaos that you're not going to need because those employees over here are going to start to feel slighted. I think they could even just like, well, why do we even bother? Why do we try that? That You know, that guy's going to be the favorite. That guy's going to get all the special projects. That mm. guy's going to get this. And they may just kind of back out and give up. So it really is that buddy piece, being a buddy at work. So if you're going to be a buddy or you're going to be a friend, you're going to have that deeper relationship you want to hold that off until after hours? After hours, yeah. And that's where you're talking about managing it and drawing the line. Yes. So like as we come through the door in the morning, we're boss employee. You know, after 5, 5.30, whenever the bell rings, then you can go back to those other conversations or whatever or, or that other relationship. But you've got to know how to sever that so that you can have performance conversations, so that you can have a, hey, yeah, you hosed it here, yeah. you know, or yeah. hey, what the heck? Yeah, you what's know? going on with you? Yeah. You're slipping. Yeah. I think that's a good, that's a really good comment, thinking about how are you relating with that person while everyone else is around, while you're at work, mm -hmm. and is it this too casual of a relationship? Are they saying things to you? that nobody else would ever say to you in public, right? Are they, you know, because mm -hmm. friends are going mm -hmm. to joke. They're going to have fun. They're going to say things, right? It's a, just a different relationship. The respect. Absolutely. Like the respect has to still be just the same as what you expect from everybody else. Yeah, both ways. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So you talked a little bit about kind of this deeper relationship and you're having these personal conversations. I mean, you're not saying we're having these personal conversations at work or are you or is there a a limit to, you know, what are you talking about here with personal discussions and work discussions? Yeah, well, I'd say, uh, listen, at, at work, we manage our time. We work, yeah, right? Certainly. But there may be, you know, I'm in the boss's office and there's a five-minute sidebar conversation or we are, I don't know, we've, we're walking to the, the cafeteria, right? And we're having a personal conversation. 
part of that, I feel like you can't just, okay, well, I'm going to build relationships outside of working hours. Part of it is still building the relationship with with that employee. Just because that one is stronger doesn't mean you can't continue to build it. So yeah, there's going to be some personal conversations at work. Now, do you shut the door and, you know, have a two-hour conversation with this employee while you're just screwing around and not working? No. No, you can't do that. You've got to just be mindful. So it's it's further than the balance. That's right. It's further than the how was your weekend. Right now, we are getting to know each other. We're getting to know our families. We're talking about, hey, I know that your, your, whatever, your husband's working on this competition or your daughter is doing this special tournament. How did it go? What? What position did they put? Whatever it is. But there's more depth to the how are you doing, right? Not just the how was your weekend. But yes. we're going to ask specific questions. And I'm trying to do that with everyone. It's just sometimes others don't let you in as far. Mm. This one, you already know the, all the details because yeah. <laughs> they've already let you in. And you're, you know, you're, you're, you're in the middle of whatever's going on in their world. And you're like, hey, I know you went to that thing this weekend. How did mm-hmm. that go? Versus the other one, it might be, hey, What'd you do this weekend? So summing it up, favorite things. Some of us might have our favorite employees or it's a perception of a favorite employee. Mm -hmm. We have to be mindful as leaders. What are others seeing? How are we behaving with those people that we are viewed as having favor? Because I'm a little bit in the camp of, I don't know that I necessarily have a favorite. I think I have a different relationship with each one of the people who are on my team and I see their strengths each differently. I know their lives each differently. But there is still this perception that I have a favorite. They think they're the favorite. Everybody thinks, Everybody they're, the thinks they're the favorite, which yeah. I'm okay with. Yeah. Right? I, I personally, I'm I'm good with that. They all believe they are my favorite. And I'm like, because you all are. Well, and I think that's part of navigating. It's like making that person feel the most important person in the room when you're with them. And they're like, so I must be the favorite. And I'm like, yes, yes. you are. <laughs> So what's the reflection question? What would you leave our listeners with thinking about through the next week? I would say, what does your team think? Do you or do you not have a favorite? And are they okay with it? Yeah, I think that's a great one. And if they aren't okay with it, manage it. Manage it, Get better at managing it and making sure that you're creating an equal playing field, fairness throughout the entire team. Yeah. Those of you who are listening, thank you so much for joining us on this episode. We hope we have kicked off a fantastic December for you and hope we've left you thinking a little bit about playing favorites. Speaking of favorites, we hope that this is one of your favorite podcasts. So don't forget to share your favorite podcast out there with your leadership friends and your leadership circle. Don't forget to subscribe to your favorite podcast. Push the subscribe button, then come back again for an extra shot of leadership.